Today's Avos Masech is Moed Katan Dav Yud Tes. Our daf today mainly deals with the halachot, the laws of how Shiva and Shloshim, the seven-day mourning period followed by the 30 days, are impacted vis-a-vis Shabbat and Yom Tov that occur during these periods. When it comes to Shabbos, the Mishnah on our daf says Shabbos Ola Ve'eino Mavsik, that Shabbos is part of the Shiva period and doesn't interrupt or pause or suspend or nullify, in this case, the seven days of mourning. The Rishalmi, when it discusses this, comments that, of course, every seven days, every Shiva is going to have a Shabbos inside of it. So it counts, as otherwise Shiva would always get stopped midway. We also the Gemara on Chav Gimel Mubbez and a few Dapim that points out that an Avel is going to keep private practices of mourning, Avelut Bitsina, which includes, among other halachot, Tashmi Shemita, relations and washing in warm water. But when in public, they're allowed to go about some of the some of the regular activities, such as wearing regular shoes and greeting people, that would be on Shabbat. So this Avelut, and Tosot over there points out that the whole issue over here is contrary to Yom Tov, where there's a concept of Simcha, there's an idea of being joyous on the day, on Shabbat, we don't really find an idea that Shabbat has a mitzvah of being happy on Shabbat, and therefore we do have this idea of even some practices of the morning taking place and, and, and being practiced on Shabbat. If the last day of Shiva ends up on Shabbat, so this is a whole discussion in the postgame that Taz brings an earlier machlokas, an earlier debate, whether we apply the principle of mikzas hayom kekulo, that part of the day is considered as if the whole day has passed by, and therefore when it comes to Avelut, that's how, that's how usually we follow on the final day of the Shiva. The person who's in mourning will leave their mourning practices already from the morning of that seventh day. Halacha we allow a person to end the Shiva on the morning of Shabbat, which would mean that they can go to Shul, they can get Aliyah at Shul already uh, in the morning. When it comes to Yom Tov, our Gemara teaches that if Shiva, if a Shiva begins even, even just a, a few moments before Yom Tov sets in, the Yom Tov uproots the rest of the Shiva. And the Gemara and Chavdal and fills in the details that the Yom Tov itself counts as the entire Shiva. In that case, Rosh Hashanah is discussing annuls the Shiva, and then Yom Kippur comes along and annuls the rules of Shloshim. However, says the Rosh, if no efforts were made for a mate, for a, for a corpse of a body that wasn't buried or wasn't taken care of, nothing happened before Yom Tov, then the Shiva actually is going to be pushed off until after Yom Tov. On Yom Tov itself, there's a machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban, where the private Avelut, Avelut Bitsina, as we mentioned regarding Shabbos, is practiced until the Shiva begins. Rambam holds that no practices of mourning are, are practiced on Yom Tov, when the Shiva is delayed until after, while the Ramban, which we follow on Shulchan, in Shulchan Aruch, says that a mourner keeps the private practices of mourning. Rav, Rav Joseph Salvechik uh, pointed out that this Machlokas Rambam and Ramban lines up very nicely with the same debate around when Avelos, when mourning begins in general. According to the Rambam, the counting of days and the prohibitions of mourning practices come together at the same time, and this is not going to happen until after the burial. Therefore, on Yom Tov, there's no Avelut, even in private, whereas Ramban held that we start from the 
we start from the, the death, the moment of death, even though the counting doesn't begin until after the burial itself. An application of this is in a tshuva of the Nitziv. The Nitziv in his Meishiv Davar, Shiritshuv Meishiv Davar, tshuva number 73, where you had a Yom Tov coinciding with Shabbos. And what happened was a woman lit the candles to accept the Yom and then received a telegram that her relative had passed away. So what did she do? She immediately removed her shoes, even though she had accepted Yom Tov already. And it was happened to be before sunset. So the Nitziv Paskin, she went to a rabbi and asked what to do. The Nitziv Paskin, that since that it was after the fact that she had asked, the, she took the shoes off and then she asked the question. The, the conclusion was that her shiva counted, and according to the Rambam, there is no concept of adding on to Shabbos. It's still considered daytime. If it had been before she took her shoes off, maybe we wouldn't say the shiva is nullified since we do follow the opinion of the Bahag that Shabbos candles legitimately begin that idea of Tosefa Shabbos, of adding on to Shabbos, and it's really considered already Shabbos. We, the, the shiva, therefore, would end up being pushed off. We see this power of Simcha de Rabim, the public celebration of the holidays, overcoming the private and individual mourning, the absorbing and enveloping celebration of the Jewish people on the special days of the year, which all of Amisra, which all the Jewish people must join in for.